It is time now to talk all things energy, oil, and more. Bring in our panel, Ed Moya, Chief Market Strategist at Owanda, and Bob Yager, Director, Futures Division at Mizuho Americas. Thank you so much for being here. So, Bob, let's start with you. I mean, it's very obvious that oil, uh, seven-year highs, the pump has been um, taking a toll on people's wallets. Now what? Which way are we headed here? Well, we had a pretty bearish uh, stew of events here today. So we're down about 2.5% yes. uh, here today. You had um, storage number was bearish. The Iranians jumped into the fray, and they wanted to start up negotiations in November. And um, German GDP expectations were on the slide. That's a big demand indicator. Uh, and then gasoline and heating oil were weaker than crude oil. If you don't make... You don't need to make more gasoline and heating oil. You don't need the crude oil to make gasoline and heating oil. So even President Putin got in on the fray today. He says he's going to start sending uh, natural gas to the Eurozone on November 8th after the Russia's storage is full. And that should take away some of that, um, some of the fuel switching talk that we've been hearing so much about lately. Right. Uh, great points that you made, Bob. Um, Ed is pointing out several of the talking points that we've all been talking about when it comes to energy and NAC gas and inventories actually have been on the rise. There are some concerns that de demand may fall off next year. And even Saudi Arabia has been careful not to rush to pump too much. Tell me about your forecast here, Ed. Well, right now, I think you're still in, in a market that is still heavily in deficit. And, uh, you know, since the end of April, I mean, August, we've been uh, pretty much a, a one-way move from $60 to 85 So there is a, you know, a ripe moment here for some profit-taking. And uh, I, I think the, the story in the short term, though, is still bullish. And you'll probably see that um, if we do have a colder winter, I, I think that this market is still poised to, to run higher. I think there's still a uh, the, the structure setups right now still support higher prices. And um, right now we're probably going to see a little bit of a consolidation here and maybe uh, just a few more dollars of weakness. But I anticipate you'll have energy traders be uh, willing to buy that dip. Right. Yeah, I think that you may be right. And we have seen some volatility. No way to know which way it really goes. But we have seen folks stepping in on the dip on occasion. Bob Yager, can you play devil's advocate to some of the points that you made earlier and take the other side and talk about the possibilities that we could see $90 or more demand? Um, what happens next? Yes, I mean, it's possible. We have uh, you have a situation at Cushing right now, the NYMEX delivery site. They are below 30 million as of today's report for the first time since October of 2018. You start to drain. I mean, it is draining out at Cushing. And uh, all you had to do is look at copper last week when the storage at the delivery point, the LME delivery point started to slide to zero. That went to the moon. So, I mean, we're already on the moon. And uh, if that becomes an issue, that could take us to the next level. However, I will warn that the differential between Brent, which is the international benchmark, and WTI, the U.S. benchmark, has narrowed drastically in the last couple of weeks. That tends to limit exports and it tends to increase imports. That should reverse out the situation at Cushing and start to refill Cushing. But if it doesn't, mm. uh, it's, it's game on to the upside. It could get really ugly. And, uh, you know, you could see $100. So you're looking at... January $100 calls at around $1.10, you know, in that area. That's a nice way to play that. 
the downside, you're looking at January 75 puts at like December 75 puts to us in pretty good time. You could probably pick those up for about 50 cents. So you play that strangle there. You know, you're set up for uh, for direction either way. I want to just point something yeah. out to you that I just find amazing, though. Applied volatility in crude oil is only about 35. In natural gas, yesterday, it was 150%, five times what crude oil is. You can't buy natural gas options. Tell me more about that, Ed, when you look at the, what's going on. It's a completely different trade. Uh, very much so right now. And, and I think, um, you know, over the past month, it's all been about natural gas. And I think the, you know, the, the Putin headline uh, that, uh, you know, Russia is going to provide more uh, supply to the Europeans, um, that's more posturing. I think until we really see uh, a major uh, capitulation in the, the Nord Stream 2 deal, uh, you're, you're not going to see Russians really, I think, follow through on any promises. So I think you're, you're really, um, I think, anticipating a market that is going to react uh, very close to any signs of uh, colder weather yeah. across Europe. And, and if, if you see natural gas prices uh, start to, um, you know, rally a little bit more higher here and take out the recent highs, I think you're really going to have a, a, a super commodity cycle kind of for, for these energy uh, yeah. uh, commodities just this plus higher. And right now, I think the, the, the market is really underpricing that, you know, we're going to have earnings season this week and there, there is going to be. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. We're waiting on Chevron and Exxon. Are those names uh, you've recommended those on occasion here on the show? Um, would you recommend them at this time? Would you add ahead of the report or after? Well, right now, I think that there's a high expectations. You might get more buybacks from Chevron. Even uh, BP also is reporting. There's there's kind of a growing belief that th there's all this cash on the sidelines. They have to put it to use. Are they going to invest in new wells? Well, I, I think there, there's a lot of hesitation to do that, uh, given the current administrations that are in place. And, and right now, I think you're probably going to see that uh, if you do have a buyback announcement, that might be a kind of a you might have uh, stocks pop a little bit, but that might be the time to right. take some profit off the table. I think you're, you're probably yeah. at a period where they, they've run up way too much, and uh, I think they're ripe for a little bit of profit taking. Yeah, and Bob, just a quick fast thought, because the airlines have to pay more for gas, Americans pay more for gas. I mean, it's gonna hit us all over the place, right? Quick thought there. Yeah, it's, it's inflationary. We, have, we definitely have energy inflation that uh, is problematic here right now. I mean, there's, I don't know, there's really not a whole lot that the administration can do about it, in my opinion. They can put out that headline about releasing the barrels from the SPR. There are people will take the bait and sell off for a day or two yeah. along those lines. But you know what? It's You just got to, if it's going to be, people talk a lot about cold winter. We just had the hottest summer of all time. I don't know why we'd have the coldest <laughs> winter. But if we do, it would be a problem. So I just hope, pray, pray that we have a warm winter here. And it doesn't spiral out of control because it is possible All if right. it does. All right. Thank you both. Bob Yager of Mazuho and, and Oanda's Ed Moya. Thank you both.